Robert Felice is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's another. And it's Momo Rodriguez again. All right, boys and girls, we're back. Pre-game for Sporting KC this Wednesday night. I am really fucking excited about this one. I have a fantastic feeling going into this match that we are going to walk away with three points once Kansas City limps back to wherever it is they came from, which is Kansas City, by the way, in case you didn't know. So a little bit of news before we jump into things. So the Jeff Cameron rumors have died. Oh, no. They've died. He's going to uh, FC Cincinnati or Cincinnati FC with everybody changing their names nowadays. Who knows who's who? That's fine. Let Cameron go. Apparently there was a fallout here with him and Jordan, and he left. Jordan stayed. Somebody else got fired. Jeff Cameron's pissed about it. Whatever. Give me Salcedo. Give me the other center back. We need one. Somebody else had mentioned uh, maybe Cameron's politics has something to do with it. Uh, dude, we've got players from all over the world, so I'm sure politically there's not a lot of them that, seem, that see things the same. Uh, Saturday night, while we were celebrating a draw with FC Dallas, there's another weekend of shootings. <clears throat> three shootings in one night, three mass shootings in a night. Fucking learn to talk a little bit more, people. Start communicating with your, your words. Use your words. Oh, use your words, boy. Uh, a lot of people, man. A lot, a lot of incidents with firearms in this country. And uh, no matter your political stance, we all can agree that you don't need to shoot each other. Have a discussion. Figure out how to talk. Saw the statistics. The statistics on the news that half of America is vaccinated. Right? Half of us. Is that it? Anybody can get vaccinated. Go get it done. Oh, I don't trust the government. It's fine. Don't get vaccinated. And then when COVID mutates and you die or have long-term COVID brain fog, that's on you. I'm totally on the, uh, the uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, shit. The natural selection boat. Seriously. Like when somebody accidentally walks off a cliff because they were looking at their phone, how, how, much, how much longer would they have had anyway? Get a vaccine. I don't trust the government. You shouldn't. Nobody fucking trusts the government. But still, uh, a bunch of dudes got the vaccine on TV and women too. And uh, I ain't died. And my phone service is better. Last piece of news. This one really bothered me. So if you've paid attention to the show, you would know that Finister, me, I'm a holder of Dogecoin. And I've been a holder of Dogecoin since before Dogecoin was worth a penny. It's now worth half a dollar. Well, Elon Musk went on SNL Saturday Night Live on uh, SNL on Saturday, and he was absolutely horrendous. It was the worst SNL I've ever seen. I thought it was terrible. Now, look, I've never seen Elon Musk do a monologue in person. Had I seen him in person doing some acting, I would have <laughs> I wouldn't have bought more stock before the thing started. Yeah, Elon, you cost a lot of people a lot of money. Normal people, not people with $166 billion like yourself. So um, next time you want to pump something and push it and then back out on the, the working man, go fuck yourself. How about that? So let's get into this. Guys, we are going to try to stay unbeaten at home this season when we welcome those Jamokes 
from Kansas City, Sporting KC, to BBVA on a warm, possibly wet Wednesday evening. We are going to want to extend this unbeaten run. We had a 1-1 draw last weekend against the Frisco Rent Boys, and Sporting KC got a home win versus Matthew McConaughey's all right, all right, all Austin FC, 2-1. Late come from behind with two goals in the last 10 minutes. Austin fans have got to be pissed. They also played that game down a man. So, Austin, be smarter. Now, look, if KC plays like that on the road versus us, I'm totally confident in our boys. I'm extremely confident this week. I've said that before. We'll get to, we'll get to why. So we've been relying so much on our wide players, whether it's your left mid and your right mid, your left back and your right back, or your left wing and your right wing. We have been relying on our wide backs and wingers to get this party started, to get our offense going. Uh, Valentin and Lundqvist had to push up more without Pasher last week. We saw how when you take Tyler off the team, it changes everything. Uh, Fafa becomes that that Pasher on the one side, but there's nobody like Tyler on the other. So Fafa has to take on a larger role in the creative game. But if we're going to do this, if, if we're going to take a larger role in the creative game on the wings, when we swing those crosses in, we got to have players there, which is one of the reasons looking back, I think Derek Jones was playing up more. But either way, if we're going to be attacking from the wings, we have to put men into the box for the cross, right? It's a numbers game. So we've only scored five goals this season. Our striker, I don't think he's scored any, right? Memo, Fafa, Pasher, I don't think Maxi scored. I'd have to, to go check. But our striker production has not been what it needs to be. Last year, we had the magic man, the goal scientist, Darwin Quintero, with seven goals and 13 assists. Darwin doesn't have either. Darwin is a spot sub at the end of the game. He's been struggling to find fitness and form all around, and it's been uh, it's been uh, evident on the pitch. Maxi, Maxi's been missing. Where is the production? Yes, you create some problems when you get back on defense. Yes, your pace, you have the ability to stretch the field. But Maxi, you got to get on the score sheet. Or I mean, personally, I'm already to the point now where I'm like, all right, let's take a look at Lasseter. All right, let's give Ramirez a go. So Maxi, let's get it going, buddy. I know you can do it. We've seen you do it in preseason. Let's put it together now in the regular season. So last match versus Frisco, we had 45% possession, 15 shots. Only four were on target. And as you know, our lone goal came on a penalty by Fafa after a handball. We need to tick those possession numbers up slightly this week. And we definitely need to get more than a third of our shots on target. That's not, that's not good enough. Excuse me, a quarter. 4-15 is a quarter. You got you to hit more than 25%, man. Let's get up with that 50-50 region, right? 15 shots, 7 or 8 are on goal. Let's do that. Defensively. We've given up five goals in four matches. Marco Marich, his save percentage is 68.8% of shots on goal he saved. Uh, we've talked about his distribution. I thought it looked better last weekend. Obviously, his long ball distribution still needs work. It's going to need work. It is a problem area for Marco. But we did play out the back more. I think against teams that don't press, that's going to be our best option. The stats had Marco completing roughly a third of his launched passes. Like I said, that means two-thirds of the time you're giving the ball back. This is going to be a match where we need to win the possession game or at least break even. Now, last season, we split with KC. 
We played them four times. We each side won twice. The last two matches both ended with the same score. We won one two to one. They won the other two to one. So we know this, this game goes back and forth. We know that we're home and that our home is a fortress, that we play well at home. Ethan Bartlow is still out, uh, which means once again, you're probably going to see Timmy and Minor at the back. Now, the talk of the year and the worry going into Wednesday is, will our little engine that could, Tyler Pasher, be, be back? Will he be back? I don't know. He's got a goal and an assist so far. Casey traded him in 2017. He, he formerly played for them. So if anything, he's got a chip on his shoulder, but he's still on the injury report as questionable. But I guarantee you that every orange-clad hooligan in H-Town is like, yo, suit that motherfucker up. Let Tyler go. He got in 60 minutes versus uh, LAFC. He had no time against FC Dallas. Is this what Tad was saving him for? The home match? I hope so. I hope we get to see him. Our injury report, like I've said, has Bartlow out with a concussion. Pasher is questionable with lower body injury. Junqua should be fit to play now, but I don't think Sammy's back to fitness. I also don't think this is the game to bring Sam Junqua back into the lineup, to be honest. What are we going to line up with? Well, boys and girls, I'm glad you asked. I'm pretty sure, based on what we've seen this year, that we're going to see a 4-3-3, possibly a variation of the 4-2-3-1, like I've talked about before. Depends on if he's going to play one holding midfielder or two. I can't speak for Tab Ramos. Only Tab Ramos can speak for Tab Ramos. Okay. So we're going to have Marich in goal, Valentin on the right, Parker and Figueroa in the middle, Lundqvist on the left. I believe we're going to see Memo, Matias, and Joe Corona in the midfield, and fingers crossed, fingers crossed, we're going to see Tyler Pasher back along with Maxime Fafa. If Pasher doesn't play, I would like to see Ari Lasseter or Darwin Quintero up top on the left. Or the right. Either one. Let's see what they can do. We know what Darwin can do. Let's see what Ari can do, man. Because he came off shit hot last year. Bracing his first game. So let's move on to Sporting KC. The enemy. The opposition. The opponent. We're going to pump them. We're going to crush them on Wednesday night. I'm telling you. It's going to happen. So last 10 games. Five wins. Two losses. Three draws against us. So they've been kicking our ass lately. But where have they not kicked our ass? At home. Okay, four games in, Kansas City, who has been a possession-based team. These guys have lost the possession battle in three of their first four matches. They've also conceded a goal in every single match. Okay, this is a team that last year finished first in the Western Conference. They did it through defense and possession. This year, they're a little off. Hey, Finister, I have a question. How come you think Kessie is not playing as well? Well, they lost experience. They lost some guys. They lost, uh, they lost uh, Matt Bessler and Bessler and Gerso. If you watch Gerso play, the boy could play. Matt Bessler, Beesler, he could also play. I know those two guys. Not personally, but if I know an MLS player, it's probably because they're good. Because if you were like, hey, name Sporting Casey's back up to their goalie, I'd be like, can't do that. Have to Google that shit. Offensively, Casey has six goals in their first four games. We have five. All right. They were shut out in the first half of their last game, and they scored their goals in the last 10 minutes to come back and beat Austin FC. They started slow versus Austin. If you start slow versus us, versus our club, versus our one and only club, the Houston Dynamo, you're going to find yourself down 
because we are going to counter. We are going to press. We are going to get after your ass under Tab Ramos. We are going to be smacking bitches up for at least the first five to 15 minutes. We come out and press, and then we kind of sit back and we do it again. And it seems to be Tab's, Tab's uh, his MO, his modus operandum. Now, against Austin, Casey picked it up. They had 56% of possession. They also played against 10 men for a long time. So don't read too much into these stats. They put eight of their 25 shots on target. So they were shooting at a one out of three clip. I don't think they're going to duplicate these numbers on Wednesday. I don't. I don't think they're going to have 56% possession. I know they're not going to have 25 shots. I certainly know that. Why? Casey have, Casey have a day less rest and they have to travel. It's not a long flight, but it's long enough. And they have a day less rest. And Houston weather, it's going to be warm. It's going to be humid. Come adjust to it. Come get used to it, Casey. For Casey, goalkeeper Tim Malia has missed the entire season so far. And one of our favorite boys, Graham Zusi, he returned from his foot injury last week. And he actually, with that appearance, broke the all-time record of most games played for the club. Kudos to you, Graham. I hope you play like shit on Wednesday. Defensively on the road, Casey has allowed four goals in two games. I know you guys are a bunch of mathematicians out there. That's two goal average per game. John Pulskamp hasn't been very effective in goal this season with a 64.7% save percentage. Marco's got him beat. Uh, Casey is going to need... They're going to need some help to win this one. Yeah, they have talented players, but 11 men operate as one. And I can tell you that I firmly believe that Tab Ramos has got us almost working as one solid unit. Almost. I say almost because we haven't seen it all click yet. But man, when we do, it's going to look better than average. Just like when I look down. Uh, one of the surprises for Sporting KC is Gianluca Busio. He's 18 years old. He's already played in 49 MLS games. I would, I would like a version of him for us, please. He's only scored once so far in 2021, so he's one to look out for. Injury-wise, Sporting KC have more than us. Felipe Hernandez is going to be out. They're also missing Isimat Mirin with a hamstring injury and Roberto Puncek with a hamstring injury. And those are not things that you come back quickly from. How is KC going to line up? Probably in a 4-3-3. With Pulskamp, Martins, Fontas, Zussi, Lindsay in the back, Busio, Ili, I think it's Ili Sanchez or Sanchez Ili, and Walter in the midfield, and then Saloy, Saloy, Johnny Russell comes back, and uh, Polito. Polito's the one to watch. You guys already know that. He's the one that we got to have Tim Parker just beat up on. Beat him up, beat him up. Polito and Russell. Russell's a bit of a shithead. I remember watching him, man, live in Houston. He can be a bit of a prick. So, yes, Timmy Parker's going to have to be physical. So is our midfield, but I, I know that's going to happen. Guys, let's talk about wagering money on sporting events. Houston, our club, our one and only club is favored to win this one. That's cool. Uh, please don't jinx us, Las Vegas odds makers and bookies extraordinaire. I hope we I hope we win. I don't care whether we're favored or not because – Personally, I think every week we can get a result. But like I've told you, I'm an optimist. I saw a sports book line from FanDuel. I don't know if this is still accurate, but there was an over-under of one and a half goals. If you get an over-under of one and a half in this match, if you get an over-under of two or less, take the over. I don't see 
less than two goals being scored in this match total. Three. There's going to be three or more. That's my prediction. Our keys to the game. For the Houston Dynamo, we need to break even in possession. We need to push for 50-50. Sporting KC is a possession-based team, and when they're not in possession, they do struggle. So how do we do this? Well, guys, avoid the unforced turnovers. There's too many times you guys are punting a ball off the field. Take a touch, look up, settle down. That comes from communication and yelling man on. That much I know. We definitely got to play cleaner than we did on Saturday in the first half. It was dirty. It was disgusting. It was sloppy. We need to clean it up. We need to make the most of our possession and keep the ball away from KC effectively. I'm not saying pass it around the back, but if we're going to push up the field, let's make the smart pass. Let's not try to force it. And if that's a key, I don't see playing Darwin Quintero to make that happen. Darwin's been a turnover machine. Second key to the game for us, finishing up top has got to improve. Our striker has to be our striker. We are relying on midfielders and wingers to do the scoring. Maxi Aruti, it is time to step up. It is time to get it going. We know that you are an MLS quality striker, meaning you would be on any team in MLS. I didn't say start. I said be. Show it, man. Show us you're the number one. We got Christian Ramirez and we know what he can do. A lot of us are excited about Lasseter. We know you can play Pasher in the middle too. Show us something. Come on, man. The third key, and this one I think, I think this one's our most important. Defending by our left and right backs has to be spot on this game. Lundqvist and Valentin have had a hand in three of the goals scored against us this season. Yeah, three of the goals have been their fault. Do the math. That's 60%. I think I say do the math too much. Anyway, do the math. 60% of our goals have been at fault of Adam Lundqvist or Zarek Valentin. So they need, to be, they need to prevent that this game. Be strong in the back. Be solid defensively against the wide attack and be alert for the back post runs, which is where you guys have gotten beat this season. Whew. Let's move on to fan questions before I give you guys my predictions and thoughts on the game. Chepito, 2K10 on Twitter. <clears throat> Let me start by saying I fucking love this guy. He's very supportive. Uh, we've had a dialogue going before. Funny guy. Thank you for writing in. So, Chepito, 2K10 asks, is a win possible with the return of Johnny Russell and the unavailability of Tyler Pasher? Yeah, for sure. For sure. The return of Johnny Russell and the unavailability of Tyler. If Johnny comes back, remember... Um, Portland Timbers guy came back, uh, the midfielder up top. He came in at the 45th minute. When you return, you're still, your form is still not where it needs to be. You're not in game shape. He's not going to play the 90 minutes, I don't think. So, yeah, just because somebody's coming back from an injury doesn't mean they're coming back at full strength and full form. On the same side, Tyler Pasher, they knew going into the LAFC match that he had a knock, and he played for 60 minutes, if I'm not mistaken. I think he could be available this match. And I think a win is always possible. That's why you play the game. But thank you for the question, Chipito. The final third pod on Twitter asks, how can we get a second pasher? Please and thank you. Easy. Improve our USL scouting. They're there. The Tyler Pashers of the world are still there. They're at junior colleges. They're at four-year colleges. They are there. You just have to find them. And Tyler Pasher was a hell of a find. 
Uh, I will give you guys a plug real quick. If you haven't checked out the final third pod, give them a listen. Give them a share, like, subscribe. You know the deal. Chuchin or Chuchin from Discord asks, Oh, and this guy got serious with the question too, so let me put on my serious hat. He, sh- he says, should I invest in Gap with Kanye's clothing line set to drop? I say absolutely. I would. The guy makes Yeezys, which look like slippers, and people buy them for hundreds of dollars. I think they're hideous. I don't wear anything Kanye. But Kanye is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. He's married to a billionaire family. Say what you want about his politics or how he raps or whatever. But the guy's made it. He's also not stupid. Look at his education. He's not a he's not a, a you know a, a street gangster. He's a studio gangster. He didn't come up in the streets of like Compton or uh LBC or Newark or New York City, you know. Uh, he came up like and went to Juilliard. He went to a music school. Kanye West is a musician. He is not a gangster. And he knows business because he's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. So yeah, Chuchin, invest from Gap and then kick me down 10% for the free financial advice, son. Here's another question. Dwayne17 from Discord asks, and I'm going to summarize this into a basic question because it was long. Essentially, Dwayne asks, which young players do you want to see throughout the season? And which young players do you want to see in the reserves game versus the Houston Dynasty on June 20th? Here's my answer. Every single one of them. I want to see academy kids. I want to see these guys that we didn't put out on loan that are sitting the bench and they're training with the first team. I want to see them. I want to see Bahamich. I want to see Nico Lemoyne. I want to see Sam Junko. I want to see Bartlow. I want to see Bartlow and Bahamich a lot. I want to see Brandon Terwage. I want to see Hoffman, Nelson. I want to see the young ones get some time. I want them in the ends of matches. When we're up, if we're up 3-1, 3-0, there's five, six minutes left. Put them in. If we're down 3-0, 4-1, 3-1, there's five, six minutes left, put them in. I want to see our young boys get in there and get some time. That's how you get better. You play against better competition, you get better. I would see, I want to see the young ones a lot, man. I do. Here's another one from Discord. Control-Alt-Elite. I love the name. He says, with the $1.2 million we paid for Bahamich, shouldn't he be the clear starter? Here's my answer. No. You have to earn that shit. Why is he not the clear starter? Because Tyler Pasher is working his ass off. And Fafa Pico is obviously doing something that Tab Ramos likes. I said it earlier in the year. Is Bahamich Mr. Right now? No, he's not. This is not his year. He's still adjusting. MLS is a much, much better league than the Argentine uh, B division. This is an adjustment. Yeah, he scored in a scrimmage. But it was a scrimmage player. And it was against OKC. It was against the USL team. So no, I don't think he should be the clear starter. I think he has to earn it. And I think next season is when he should earn it. I think you will see him this year. I do. I know we will. I know we will. Control-Alt-Elite also asks, why is Matt Jordan banking on these allocations when he may not even have a job next season? Matt Jordan has to play it as if he's going to have a job. That's why. He has to make these investments like he's going to have a job. That's my opinion. You know, you, these players are investments. Bahamich is an investment. Yes, we paid $1.2 million, But we are going to be looking at what are we going to get back for him? You buy young, you develop, you sell high. That's how you make a quality MLS club. Unless you're the LA Galaxy, who I'm going to cover with this next question. 
Dago Rodriguez 20 from Instagram asks, do you think Bahamic will be as impactful as Pasher? Not right now. No. I think the language barrier, the new city, the change in speed, the change in league play, the travel changes, they're going to affect Bahamic. And I think Pasher is going to be the guy for most of this season. I think if Bahamic is going to unsuit somebody, excuse me, unseat somebody, it'll be Fafa. I don't think it's Tyler. I don't. Not with the way he goes. Mm-mm. He also asks, Dago Rodriguez also asks, given that the Galaxy were close to the bottom last year, but are now one of the top teams, what do you think the Dynamo can learn from them? And what can they implement from the Galaxy into our style of play? They have Chicharito. And we saw Chicharito last year and he was trash. They have money. They spend it. They have Chicharito. They have arguably the best striker in MLS. So for us to emulate them, we can't. We can't play like them because we don't buy like them. Who are we? We are the Oakland A's of MLS. Go watch Moneyball. We have to, we have to find guys. We cannot compete with these high-dollar clubs. You know what? We, we might be able to at some point, but not right now. And apparently, not with this ownership. So we got to win different. You got to find undervalued players and bring them in. You got to find guys that fit your system and bring them in. We cannot emulate LA Galaxy. We can't. We don't have their money. It's not going to happen. We can't even emulate Inter Miami. So we got to do what we do better. We have to be the Oakland A's of MLS. And what that means is you can't just judge a guy based off of watching him in a game. You got to look at his stats, his body of work, the XG, the wins over replacement, all those analytical stats. They got to be brought into consideration. All right, my thoughts on this one. I think we are going to win. I think we will score at least two goals. And I think our win is going to come with a 2-1 or a 3-2. I think the extra day of rest that we had, combined with KC having to travel, opens this one up for our club, for our one and only club, to counterattack and earn a win on Wednesday. I do think three goals will be the minimum combined total we see. And this match could be a five or six goal total affair. Historically in the past, since I've been a fan, it's always been a little bit chippy, right? The players get a little cunty when we play KC. And I totally think that with the new attitude that our lads have from Tab Ramos, that that is going to continue. I think you're going to see some hard fouls, some aggressive play. And fucking let's do it. I love it. Guys, we suit up versus KC Wednesday night at 730. You know what I'm going to tell you. Get your ass to the stadium. Buy a ticket. Ask a friend for their ticket. Get out there, yell and scream and be loud. I'm going to be there. My kid's going to be there. We're going to be yelling, Zeusy sucks with the rest of you. Yeah. If you're not going to the game, put it on TV. Go to Pitch 25. Guys, Pitch 25 is loaded with good-looking women and dudes if that's how you swing. So you might be able to watch us win and then get a little something-something afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Literally a happy ending. That's been it, boys and girls, Houston Dynapod Podcast. I'm your host, Finister. This is my pregame for the KC matchup, and I am high on hope that we are going to walk away with three points. Give us a like, a share, subscribe, review, rate, support. That means donate money if you want. Tell your friends. Tell your friends' friends. Tell your girlfriend. Tell whoever. All right? Let's get up there. Be loud. Be proud. Whoop their ass. Let's go from five points to eight, and let's Let's, 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 we have a chance here to really jump up in the standings. And I know it's early, but 
Good numbers early on that builds confidence, and confidence is something that we need as the Oakland days of MLS. So let's kick their ass Saturday. Go Dynamo. Albert Felix is going to get there. There's no question. He squares it. There it is. It's a double. And it's Bumble Rodriguez again. 